Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And if you can't tell by the tone of Jerry's voice, uh, we actually get to talk about a Panthers win for once. (laughs) So I am now going to pick the Panthers to lose every week. The one time Mm -hmm. I picked them to lose, they came out and looked pretty good. Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to look forward to. I mean, they finally ran the ball instead of giving up on it on in three downs. Like, it was nice. And boy, did they run the ball. 47 rushes for the Panthers today. Yes. And still 25 passes. So it's not like they just, you know, didn't throw the ball at all. That's uh, like the we've beauty seen, of ball We've seen control. the Panthers do in the past. Yeah, exactly. That's the beauty of ball control offense. And that's ball what they control. did then. Yeah, I like I told Stephen before, <laughs> my wife and I used to have a, a thing before we started recording that we used to take a shot every touchdown. Well, we haven't been doing that because I've been recording. And after this game, we just took a few just to have some fun. Yeah, yeah. You know, not a uh, not the most uh, dominant performance I've ever seen from the Panthers, but defensively, this was very, very good. Absolutely. Uh, they kind of got back to the way they were looking uh, at the first of the year, they mm-hmm. got healthy on defense finally. Yeah. I mean, Shaq coming back and then Gilmore immediately makes his impact. Felt. Both. Both yeah. came back and made an yeah. impact this week. So. Yeah. Um, Brian Burns, I don't know what's going on with that guy, but he. Uh, he got a sack today. A couple what are you of, t- he got half a sack, and he got, um, which I think they should have given full sack to Luvu. But he got two 15-yard roughing the passer penalties. Okay, first of all, these refs were goddamn awful. They were awful. Yeah, they, were, they weren't bad. They, they, were, they, were, they bad. were calling any ticky-tacky call on the Panthers, and then a you know defenseless receiver knocked Robbie Anderson out of the game for a little bit. No penalty. You know. Yeah, I didn't think that was a penalty. Okay. I, I thought he, what about know, when yeah, they he dr- caught the ball. He was kind of bringing it down. I, I didn't think that was particularly a penalty. What about third down, and they literally hold the Tommy Trimble and drag him mm-hmm. to the ground in the yeah. end zone, and Sam Donald throws the ball away because there's no one open because Sam or Tommy Trimble's on the ground yeah. being held. No penalty, and yeah, it was right in front was, of a ref. Sam Darnold, yeah. Sam Darnold rushes for a first down, slides and gets hit in the helmet with a forearm. No penalty. Now then the penalty. Then when he gets hit, no. He slides. He gave himself up. You can't he go gave for the head. Up, but he didn't get hit you, in the head. Yeah, he did. Watch no, it again. His elbow again. got him in the head. It was in the shoulder. But either way, he shouldn't have gotten hit. It still should have been a penalty, but, whether it was a head or not. But no penalty. And then yeah. the hit that he got that concussed him was a legal hit. And yeah, that yeah. Darnold should have slid. <laughs> that still, it was just so hard. It felt like it should have been a penalty because. You know, no, 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 that uh, was Sam, legal. I am arguing yeah. the other ones. But. Let's talk about Sam. Um, and really, I mean, where the Panthers go from here, because Sam, you know, again, you look at his stats, 13 of 24. I mean, we're not getting into stats yet, but I just want to say 13 of 24, 129. But he had eight rushes for 66 yards. They obviously told him, hey, you need to get back to running the ball. And he did. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately... Uh, he got hurt as a result, but I, I'm curious what the Panthers are going to do because I have no faith that PJ can win games for the Panthers. 
he has not looked good any time he has been in in a game, in a real game. Yeah. He's looked okay in preseason. He has not looked good in real live games. And he almost threw an interception. What what was Joe Brady thinking? That Sam Darnold the- goes out. P.J. Walker comes in. He does this nice little pitch for the first play, which was, mm-hmm. which was fine. But then it's like second down. They're on like the two-yard line. One and P.J. Walker decides to throw the ball. I mean, or Joe Brady decides to have him throw the ball. He throws a terrible pass into coverage. Three Falcons get their hands on it. Luckily, none of them actually intercept the mm-hmm. ball. But that was like, you're bringing a cold quarterback. You're on the, like you said, you know, inside the three-yard line. Those are the one or the two, right in there. You don't just run the ball? What are you thinking? And and that play, made no sense. That drive was a beautiful drive. That was like yeah. the drive of the game. It took like I think they had almost only thrown the ball ten, once. Ten, the whole drive. ten plays. All runs except for one yeah. great pass by Sam Darnold. Very good but pass, yeah. It was just so boneheaded. That that's points to the fact that he just does not understand the NFL. It just you can't do that. The top I know what he co- was thinking. I the coverage is too tight. The players yeah. are too smart for that. Yeah. And he threw it to Kirkwood, by the way, who I don't think had been in the game until that point either. Uh, I know what he was thinking. He was thinking, oh, they're never going to expect this. Don't get too cute. What you were doing is working. And then, you know, the next play, Chuba Hubbard runs it in. Mm-hmm. They should have just done that. To Absolutely. But, um, all right, well, let's get into our key plays here. Uh, we've got three or four of them um, today. So first key play, we're going to talk about uh, second and eight on the, on the Carolina 24. Uh, Carolina down 10 to six at this point in the second quarter, about three minutes left. Uh, Falcons are driving. Matt Ryan throws a short middle pass intended for Hayden Hurts. Uh, Shaq Thompson diagnosed it the whole way, jumped the route, got a nice interception, uh, returns it back for six yards or so. But the, this is all on Carolina's side of the field. And that really could have broken the game open had the Falcons even gotten a, a field goal there. That puts them up by a full touchdown. So really nice play by Shaq Thompson. Yeah, I agree. That was a, such a huge play because it was a momentum shift slightly. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Panthers yeah. did nothing with it. The offense, again, struggled this week, but a little bit better. But, I mean, th- they were right there, Carolina 24. Even if they don't make it in the end zone, they go up 13-6. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's a huge deal. Yeah, it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the Falcons did not score the rest. Of the, actually, the Falcons did not score until the very end of the game after that, mm-hmm. that drive. So, well done by the Panthers there. Uh, next play. Next play, second and goal at Atlanta 6. Uh, Carolina up 13-10. Chuba Hubbard, left tackle for six yards, touchdown. I mean, this, this kind of... Yeah, sealed it pretty much. I mean, yeah, that it was up 19 of 10. It was after a seven minute drive starting the fourth quarter. I mean, it just bled the clock. You could tell how defeated the defense looked for Atlanta there. I mean, they were just like, Mm -hmm. uh, when they thought they got that interception, which it was clearly incomplete, they ran it back. It was like posing for photos and everything Mm -hmm. else. I mean, they thought they just (laughs) stole the game. Yeah. (laughs) They were trying to sell it. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, this, you know, and we talked about this uh, a little bit earlier, but that's what running the ball does for you. Mm-hmm. Even if, you know, like early in the game, they're running, they're running, they're running, not 
piling up a ton of yards, not a great yards per carry average in the beginning of the game, but they kept at it. And a play like that where you've got a cold quarterback in there, everybody in the stadium knows you're going to run it, they still are able to run it in for the touchdown because the defense is gassed. Yeah. Panthers held the ball on, on the whole game. I mean, it was a really nice job by the Panthers. Uh, commit Actually committing to the run when they said they were going to do it, and they actually mm-hmm. did it. 30 more runs this week than they had last week when they said they were committing to the run. So nice job. Uh, all right, next play here. First and 10 on the Carolina 30. Again, this is uh, Falcons driving right down the field. Uh, Matt Ryan trying to get it to Cal Pitts and Stephon Gilmore. Great coverage. Yeah. Able to pick the ball off pretty easily. Um, Carolina 15, and that's that's pretty much your game right there. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, there is one more that you did not list in our list, mm-hmm. but I want to talk about. Because, okay. yes, that Gilmore one was beautiful. That ended the game. It was sealed the deal. But fourth and two at Carolina 27-yard line, Koo missed a 45-yard field goal, mm-hmm. which would have put... Atlanta up 13 to 12 yeah. and the way this game ended up the the Falcons could have kept hitting for the end zone in that late fourth quarter but they just with that one miss yeah. kind of forced them to do what they did is kicked an early field goal instead of going yeah for deep and it would have changed touchdown. how uh, how the Panthers would have handled that their last possession as well correct because if you're only up by one score at that point you actually have to do something other than bleed the clock right yep um which would have put PJ in a position to try and go out and throw the ball, and who knows what would have happened. But uh, yeah, that was that's a huge play, and I yeah, I did forget to put that on the list. Um, and then the final one here is uh, really just Sam Darnold. This the the play that Sam Darnold got hurt. Yeah. And th- this is kind of where I wanted to talk about this. Um, first of all, I, good game by Sam. He protected the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, several throws again that the players just dropped. A beautiful throw to the end zone in the first quarter for DJ. Yeah, had both hands on it, couldn't bring it in. Uh, but the only place Sam could have thrown that ball, it was a great throw. No, it was a great throw. DJ just didn't contain it all the way through the catch. Mm-hmm. You have to maintain yep. it to the end to the end of the ground and everything else. Yep, he just couldn't do it because it used to be. I would say about five years ago, before they made that change, it would have been a touchdown mm-hmm. because you wouldn't have to contain it mm-hmm. through the ground. Yeah. But now he had both feet in. I mean, yeah. you know, it was he did a good job with his feet. But you know, he's got the whole team has got a case of the drops over the last several weeks. But uh, you know, hoping that that can change. Um, and Trimble had one. I think Anderson had one. Of course, the one that Anderson got just absolutely knocked the f yeah. out. Um, Should have been like, a defenseless receiver. Yeah, flag. technically a drop. I think it'll call they'll call that a drop. But you know, Robbie makes the big catch of the game with on yeah. the onside kick. So <laughs> you know, his hands do work. Uh, you know, luckily. <laughs> but uh, but where do the Panthers go from here with with their quarterback? Because you know that was a hard hit, and I'm gonna have to assume that he's probably not gonna bounce right back and be available this week. I mean, typically it's at least a week with these concussions, the mild ones. Yeah, um, and it could be two or three weeks. It, it could be even longer. So the Panthers are gonna have to sign a quarterback, even if it's just a one week miss. They they're gonna have to sign someone. I don't even think we have one on the practice squad. So they're gonna roll. What Sam, do they do? They you roll know what everyone's Sam gonna want. 
No, well, no, they're going to have to sign one, even if it's just for this. Yes, week. they're not going to sign Cam Newton. It's just not going to happen. That's what people are going to ask. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. This is going to be the whole week. This is what we're going to hear from Panthers fans. You may hear that, but it's not going to happen. I, I like Cam. <laughs> And everything they're gonna roll with PJ Walker. Last year when he started, he won the game. Which, mm-hmm. which they're, you know, they shouldn't roll with PJ Walker. I'm gonna say they should not roll with. PJ well, Walker. are you gonna sign somebody and have somebody play the this week? I think I mean, if you're, I think if you, it's too honestly. Late, I think I think they could sign Cam Newton and he could play. Honestly, if he's in shape, he knows he's in shape. I mean, some Cam of Newton's- the some of the team, some of the offense. You know, he knows CMC, who could be back. He knows DJ Moore. I mean, he's got some timing down with those guys. Probably not realistic that you sign someone off the street and they play. But we've seen it happen. We've seen the Panthers do it before in the past. Yeah. I mean, with injuries and things. I don't, I mean, yes, Matt Rule going to roll with PJ, right? Yeah. He, he, because he's this Temple guy, he's going to do it. I don't think the Panthers can beat the Patriots with PJ Walker. I'll say that. <laughs> They're going to have to sign somebody. The best available quarterback out there is Cam Newton. I mean, yes, they're going to need to sign somebody, but you're, you and the other fans are in La La Land. It's not going to happen. I'm not. No, I'm just saying, like, if you look at it logically, I have not wanted Cam. I've been very, 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 very adamant that Cam should not be coming back to this team at this time. If Sam is hurt, and if Sam is going to miss multiple weeks, and you still want to make the playoffs, he makes the most sense in terms of going out to sign. He is the best quarterback available on the free agent market, and he has some familiarity with the team, with the stadium. I mean, it. You know, it, it's not insane. It's this not is the ins- only. This is the only situation I think where it does make some sense. It's not, I, I just, I think you're putting something out there that has no chance of ha- happening. Because when just, Sam, this is because what Panthers what, fans are going to be ha- begging for. I wanted to talk about the win, but you're talking about Cam Newton. This is what it's going to do. This is what it's going to do. As soon as Sam is clear, if Cam Newton wins against New England, everybody's going to be claiming, hey, mm-hmm. should Cam Newton continue to star or should Sam yeah. Darnold? And you're going to continue that controversy. If they don't trade for Deshaun Watson by Tuesday, which it sounds like they're not because everything that came out today is sounds like the mm-hmm. conversation is dead in the water between the teams, yeah. you're not going to do it. You're not going to bring in Cam Newton because then you're going to have that conversation. You're going to put that earworm in Sam Darnold's head when he had a really good game this week. After all, everything else, I think you just can't keep knocking him down. He had a good game. I wouldn't say he had a really good game. He he protected the football, which is certainly more than we can say he's mm-hmm. done in the past few weeks. I saw no but bad he's still passes. Still only thirteen of twenty four. I mean, he he still didn't make he didn't make any great, you know, deep passes. He didn't do anything. He took what the defense gave him, which is fine, which is what we want him to do, right? For Sam Darnold, it was a good game. Um. Who else? But who are they going to bring in? They're going to. They have to bring in somebody. PJ Walker can't be the only QB on the on the roster. They're going to bring in some schlub that we're never going to know. He's going to stay on. The Why street. are you okay with that? Why are you happy with that? I because that's what is going to happen. Because we know it's going to happen. Sam Darnold doesn't need competition. He he's fragile. I mean, I hate to say it. He's <laughs> fragile. 
Then why is he? Then, then why is he our quarterback for? The I game? wish he wasn't, but he is. Then you should be rooting for Cam to come in. Cam's not the answer here long term. Cam's either. not the answer long term. No. But if this offense takes off with a quarterback that is not Sam Darnold, that goes to your point. And it ain't going to take off with P.J. Walker. At least P.J. Walker has a win for the Panthers recently. Well, I mean, Cam that, Newton has a lot of wins for the Panthers. Not recently. <laughs> well, he hasn't been on the team, Jerry. Exactly. So let's just move <laughs> on. I mean, again, hey, this, this is, is the first is, win in a month, and you keep wanting to talk Cam Newton. I want to talk about the Panthers, Jerry. It's a legitimate conversation with Sam Darnold being potentially out for weeks. Do you want people to listen to this or not? Go ahead and talk about the win. Go ahead. What else we got? Well, I think that running the ball, controlling the ball, great defense can give a P.J. Walker a chance to win the game. Yes, he is not ready to beat the gunslinger that they tried to force Sam Darnold into in weeks four through you know seven. Mm-hmm. He's not that guy. He's not going to throw 3,300 yards. You're going to need to run some uh, read options with him like he did. Granted, he did that stupid mistake. And you're just going to have to control the game against New England. New England's not a great team. Mac Jones can make mistakes with this defense pressuring him. And Stephon Gilmore, Dante Jackson, A.J. Boye out there. Shaq Thompson has come back and looked really good. I mean, you're asking to bring a guy off the street who doesn't know this offense to play this week. I'm not asking it. I'm just telling you that I think it makes the most sense. Okay. I, I especially underst- if especially especially if you're going to go run heavy, because that get, that Cam Newton gives you another option at at the run game, a very high quality option at the run game. That's all I'm saying. Okay. It makes the most sense. Um. All right, you want to get into some stats here? Yeah. All right, let's look at, uh, obviously we'll go with Panthers first. I just mentioned Darnold, 13-24, 129, no touchdowns, no interceptions, and was not sacked. So I thought the offensive line did a really, really nice job today. Again, it goes back to running the ball. Yep. And they ran it a lot. They ran it a lot on first down. And then when they did play action on first down, the defense bought in. I remember one mm-hmm. first down in particular that I was thinking in my head uh, in the first or second quarter. I can't remember, but it was a play action and it was nice little like 15 yard dump off pass. And it was just great because the defense bought in and there was a wide open spot in the middle of the field. And I, for- I think it was Trimble who caught the pass. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Being able to run the ball effectively solves a lot of problems. Yeah. And it definitely helped with the run, the pass blocking today. Um, Chuba, 24 carries, 82 yards, one touchdown. Only averaged 3.4 yards per carry. But like we said, it, honestly, don't even look at that average. Because in the second half, it was probably more like five or six yards per carry. Mm-hmm. He, was, he did a really nice job. Um, Sam, 8 for 66. Amir Abdullah, 8 for 31. And had some really nice catches. Amir Abdullah also three for 35 in the air. Uh, It was nice to see him involved. Yeah, I really like that. I like the way they kept changing the running back, keep them fresh. And Amir Mm -hmm. Abdullah, you know, we didn't talk about it in the pregame. I didn't think he was going to, you know, Mm -hmm. come into this. But I really like the way they used him. I really like the way they kept 
kept the running backs fresh, kept pounding the ball, yep. keep tiring out that defense. Royce Freeman had six carries too. I mean, they were not. Yeah. They were really nicely running. And it, when Christian McCaffrey comes back, I hope they continue to use a platoon of running backs. I mean, mm-hmm. Chuba still got twenty four carries, so it's not like he was yeah, underutilized. Chuba. Yeah, Chuba still a 24 carry. Also had one uh, reception for nine yards, so 25 touches for Chuba. Did have, you know, we got to talk about the very first play of the game where Chuba coughs it up. And I know I was thinking, and I'm sure you were thinking, like, oh, my God, here we go again. Mm-hmm. Like, can we can we have anything nice? Um, but from that point on, mistake-free yeah. for, all, for, for all the Panthers. My nephew literally texted me after that first game. He goes, yep, I'm not watching this game. I mean, he was just like, I know yeah. too many, too many heartbreaks this year. Yeah, that was a, that was a tough way to start. But but the Panthers defense held strong there, only gave up the field goal, and uh, and off we went. So uh, in terms of receiving, you know, not a ton to talk about here. DJ four for fifty nine on eight targets. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, had a had a, the big drop. Uh, could have had a much nicer day. Amir Abdullah three for thirty five. Tommy Trimble three for eighteen. Ian Thomas one for ten. There was a point in this game where the only receptions were from the tight ends. Yeah. Where Trimble, Trimble had two and uh, Ian Thomas had one. And uh, I was like, well, this is interesting. <laughs> like, Obviously, they made a very, very concerted effort to get Sam safety nets. And mm-hmm. just, you know, he didn't, he just and he didn't took have them. the opportunity really to make a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And he had another really nice pass to Trimble that he dropped. That would have been mm-hmm. a 20-yard yeah. gainer. I mean... He yep. dropped it in there. Again, no bad throws from Sam Darnold I saw this week. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh Robbie Anderson only one target. And that was the one mm-hmm. where he got rocked. And uh that obviously would have been a nice catch for him. He had it. Uh just got destroyed. But you know, interesting that they um I obviously DJ Moore still had eight targets. So some wide receiver was still involved in the passing game, but Robbie Anderson was not. No. And, and I, I, as sad as this is, I think that's best. When Terrace Marshall I mean, they comes, won the game. Yeah, <laughs> I think when Terrace Marshall gets back, I would go ahead and put him in the starting lineup and see if Robbie Anderson responds to that type of demotion because yeah. he is not showing out. I, I'm not knocking him on that drop pass. I mean, that that's a drop that, yeah, ninety nine percent of the players yeah. dropped that. So. Just a really good defensive play there. Yep. Um, Shaq Thompson leads the team in tackles with ten. I, I'm curious to see the snap counts because uh, we were told that he was not going to play, you know, a full complement of snaps. That he was going to be limited. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see when the snap counts come out, just how much he was on the field, uh, because it seemed like when he was on there, he was making an impact. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every every time he played some really good defense on uh, Mike Davis, got shelled by Mike Davis on one run oh, play. That was then, brutal. And then it's like every time Shaq had an option, he put a hard hit on Mike Davis <laughs> every single time. So that was nice to see. He wanted to let Mike Davis know that he felt it, and he wanted him yep. to feel it next time. <laughs> That's right. Um, Hassan Reddick had another sack. He's up to seven now, I think. Uh, seven. Uh, seven and a half, maybe. Yeah. Hassan Reddick, uh, great year so far. Congratulations. Yeah, great yeah he proved that last year wasn't a fluke. So, mm-hmm. really nice. Uh, Yitor gets into the sack game, has a, a nice sack uh, 
and that was towards the end of the game. So. Huge sack because yeah. that was on that third down that the the Falcons had enough time to get really two solid drives in. And if he doesn't get that sack, if they get that first down, you never know how this game's going to go out. But that sack yep. was huge. Yeah, big, big, big play. Uh, and then Luvu and Burns combined for a sack. Um, Luvu had him down. Sack came. Uh, Brian Burns came in and cleaned it up. So, not. Uh, I don't know. I thought. Uh, I thought they should have given that one to Luvu. Luvu had a really nice game too. Had a uh, couple of really nice plays. Yeah, you missed the play that Luvu completely blanked on a player, and the player ended up getting up uh, first down. So moving on, we're going to talk about Brian Burns. He had three total tackles and that half sack. He had one QB hit and a couple penalties against him. I personally thought one of them was kind of, yeah, I, I felt like this whole game was really kind of very ticky tacky against the Panthers mm-hmm. on the refs. Like one, he like swiped at the arm and he gets a flag. The other uh, one, he's like chasing bit. him, tries to tackle him and he gets kind of low. So they flag him again. It, yeah, I mean, like by the rule book, both of them were were roughing the passers, but they were like the the, the lightest touch roughing the passers that you're gonna get. And again, so I, I they do were, wish they would update those rules, but you know. But they weren't calling them for us. That that was my biggest problem is the refs weren't calling it the same way on both sides because there was multiple times where they would get to Darnold a little late, or you know, again that I call it a four arm you didn't but he was sliding they didn't call anything. well it was a forearm it just wasn't to the helmet from what so, i saw for, i thought yeah, it hit I mean, his helmet it but. still was a it still was a late hit and he was sliding so i think it still should have been a it should have been a uh a, a flag they were calling it really um, tight on the panthers and not on the falcons mm-hmm. yeah well yeah home game for the falcons they got that home cooking for sure mm-hmm uh, Shaq Thompson and Stefan Gilmore get interceptions. We kind of mentioned those already, mm-hmm. but both of them big interceptions at big times of the game. Yep. So uh, game-changing interceptions for both those guys. And, but you know, it's funny that both of them come in. You know, we've been waiting on Shaq to get back. We've been waiting on Gilmore, you know, since he got here to play. Both of them come in. Both of them have really nice games uh, for their first game. So, And, really. and it wasn't Jeremy Chin shadowing Kyle Pitts. It was mostly Gilmore. Uh, we're gonna talk about yeah we're gonna talk about Kyle Pitts here in a minute. Um, uh, uh, Zane Gonzalez had a great game, four for four on field goals, hit his extra point. Nice long field goal for him. Fifty-seven yards. 57. This is yeah. not a so, sarcastic clapping. That, no, that's, yeah. We found we found a kicker. Yeah. I mean, he and and by the way, his leg is just fine. Yeah. It's perfectly long enough. So. Nice job. And then I thought uh, our punter was fine as well, Lachlan Edwards. Um, average of 43.8. That That's fine. That'll mm-hmm. do it. No problems there. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll go here real quick through the Falcons. Uh, Matt Ryan had a you know a rough game, 20 of 27, 146, uh, one touchdown, two interceptions. I wonder how much of that is due to you know having basically one, arm, one hand taken out of commission by uh, getting getting it stepped on, yeah, it was in the second quarter, I think. Uh, yeah. bleeding all over the place, pretty, pretty gnarly. It was uh, it was fine. He taped it <laughs> up. I'm sure it's gonna sting, but it didn't affect his passes or anything. Granted, Could one have. of his interception was when he had it, so maybe some blood got on the ball and slipped out of his hand. I don't know, but <laughs> who knows? You know, all that. Yeah, that, I, I know that hurt. Oh yeah, so it it's, gonna, it's gonna be in it's gonna be in his head. I mean, he, and he has been looking really good 
this game he was not. So uh, good kudos to the Panthers for really a nice game plan by Phil Snow and then well executed by the players. Uh, Mike Davis, 9 for 44. Mike Davis ran the ball well, just didn't get a, a lot of opportunities. Uh, Cordero Patterson, 9 of 35, and then Matt Ryan, a couple of runs there. So twenty only 20 rushes for the Falcons uh, for 82 yards. Only 47 plays uh, for the Falcons. Yeah. yeah, And we uh, had you know, 47 rushes. I mean, yeah. that was beautiful ball control. They, it was first down. I mean, third down. Another thing I really liked is the third down conversion this week. I mean, it was just... Yeah. At first, they were third and longs, and then slowly it became third and shorts, third and short, yep. third and two, third and one. And it, they were picking them up nicely. I I really like this game plan. It really benefited this team and helped Sam Darnold keep the ball in front of him. Yes, ten, uh, 10 of 17 on third downs. That's that's a lot of third downs. Mm-hmm. 17 third downs. Uh, Falcons were three of 10. Um Tajay Sharp. Now, Calvin Ridley missed this game. Obviously, when we did our pregame, uh, he was still slated to play. Uh, but Calvin Ridley did not play in this game. He uh, Personal issues. So. Yeah, he has some sort of mental issues with him. He, he put a, a statement out during the game basically saying that he needed to step away. He needed some time to you know, reflect and, and mental health time, essentially. Hey, so. You- Get well, Calvin Ridley. I really like you as a player. You seem like a decent dude. I mean, you yeah. never know what's going on personally. So Good player, and really, honestly, it benefited the Panthers for him not to be in there. Uh, Cordell Patterson, 5 for 37, receiving. You know, he's the, that multi-threat. Um, did catch the touchdown, so Jerry got some fantasy points there. Uh, Mike Davis also, 5 catches for 22 yards. You know, we know Mike Davis can, can catch the ball out of the backfield. Kyle Pitts, 2 of 13 on six targets. Mm-hmm. So here's here's where the Panthers won the game, I think. They they focused a lot on Kyle Pitts. I mean, the, the announcers kept calling him out. They were putting corners on Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. They were not covering him with linebackers or safeties. Uh, they, they treated him like a wide receiver, like a star wide receiver, essentially. They put their, you know, the first play of the game, or first time that Kyle Pitts got the ball thrown to him, he had Bouye and... Dante Jackson doubling him, essentially. Both of them on him. I thought it was Bouye Burris. Bouye had a really nice breakup. No. It wasn't? It was Bouye and uh, and uh, Dante over the top. Yeah. Uh, but that was all game long. Yeah. You know, and then the, the uh, Gilmore mm-hmm. several times was on him. On that so, pick, he was covering Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, it goes back to what, you know, when the Panthers only had Steve Smith, when you kept targeting mm-hmm. only that wide receiver. Yep. You, eventually, teams will cover that guy. I mean, Kevin Ridley out really helped, like you said earlier, yeah. but they're yeah. only really targeting Kyle Pitts in the first three quarters. And the Panthers were like, no, you're, you're not. That's why Cordell Patterson and Mike Davis had so many receptions because they were checking it down. Mm-hmm. Finally, they started going to Tajay Sharp afterwards. We're like, all right, they're just not, not giving <clears throat> anything up to Pitts. Yeah. Really nice, well played by the Panthers there. Mm-hmm. And, and we sort of, you know, I, I sent you, I was joking, I sent you some Facebook messages the other night, and I was like, you know, I think that they should put uh, Stefan Gilmore on Kyle Pitts the whole game, and then like double him with Dante Jackson, and then put, you know, AJ Bouye on him also, and, you know, just sort of running down the list of all our defenders, um, at, joking, and you told me I was insane. But uh, but they sort of did that. <laughs> like, they, they really, they really... They, put their best defenders on 
Kyle Pitts. And I also didn't know Calvin Ridley was a good play because that could well, free okay, yeah, out Calvin Ridley. Neither one of us Ridley. knew that, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I like the game plan defensively yeah. of covering up Kyle Pitts. I'm assuming they would have Kyle covered up, you know, Calvin Ridley, but, you know, he hasn't had the greatest year either. So, I mean, you're, you're talking about Matt Ryan, who's averaging 300-plus yards per game, mm-hmm. shut down to 146 yards and two interceptions yeah. that were yeah. defensive schemed and great defensive plays. I mean... Yeah, he had a good percentage, but he only averaged five yards per completion. Yeah, it was a, a great game plan by the mm-hmm. Panthers. They they really um, they knew exactly what they wanted to do, and then they were able to execute. So, um, just real quick on the Panther. Uh, I'm sorry, the Falcons' defense here. No sacks for the Falcons, as we discussed. Um, Alukun Alukun, 16 tackles, and Deion Jones, 14 tackles. Uh, so, you know, well, well done there. Of course, the Panthers were out there a lot on offense. Uh, 72 offensive plays for the Panthers. Good. That's Pretty that's a way great. to wear, wear down a defense, <laughs> yeah. especially yeah. considering we only had three defensive tackles this week. So, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, 47 rushes, and they only had one rushing touchdown. So that's 46 tackles on rushes <laughs> you know, by themselves. So there are a lot of tackling opportunities out there for uh, for the Falcons. But, um, yeah, I mean, Koo with the big missed field goal that you mentioned earlier. And uh, and that's pretty much it in terms of the stats. So uh, just a good, well-rounded game from the Panthers, honestly. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I could say is get in the end zone more. I mean, yeah. there was a couple trips down, and we settled for field goals, which hats off to saying Gonzalez again. I mean, great job. But you need to get in the end zone a little bit more. Yeah. Luckily, the one that really mattered, Chuba, got it in. Yep. Yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, all three phases played well today. You know, it did what they wanted to do, right? The game, mm. the game plan was executed almost to perfection in this game. So, nice, nice job. All right, anything else, Jerry? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. All right. All right, now we're going to go ahead and take a look at our beer bet of the week, which I kind of lost. I said under 100 yards, and Matt Ryan threw 146. Oh, wait, you went Kyle Pitts. Yeah, it, was, it was Kyle Pitts, yeah. Kyle Pitts. No, he didn't yeah. come close. Yeah. No, he didn't. No, not. he didn't he did sniff not. it. Yep. <laughs> it was, uh, like I said, you know, well done. Yeah, Jerry, you finally went a beer bet of the week. So congratulations. This was a nice one to win. I think this is and the second. And we thought, you know. Yeah, we thought that if if you won this one, that it was a really good thing for the for the mm-hmm. Panthers, and yeah, it turned out to be. Um, so my bold prediction was that Cal Pitts would have under seventy yards. I think so. Yeah, uh, but I by the way, I meant to call you out that he's only gone over twice in seven games. So yeah, but the last two games he had like three hundred something yards total. So you know, I felt like that was decent. Uh, I could have gone under fifty and still would have got. I could have gone under twenty, I guess, and still could have gotten it. So. That would have been more bold. That would have been uh, definitely yeah. more bold. <laughs> <sighs> uh, my, right. my bold prediction was Chuba 125. Uh, he got 82, but the Panthers as a team got 203. So even though I didn't, yeah, we did not, I didn't, I didn't get a bold prediction win, but I got a win in my heart, if that makes sense. Yeah, we didn't We didn't know that, uh, that they were going to rotate running backs in so much. I mean, or that Sam was going to run the ball as much as he did. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, spirit. Sp- you win the spirit of the of the uh, 
prediction there, but just not quite the letter of it. So uh, heroes and zeros. Let's. Uh, do you want to bypass zeros for this game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's bypass zeros. I was. I, I only have a couple zero like plays, but nothing. Yeah. Dramatic. Zero players. Yeah. 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 Everybody. Everybody played well today. Um, all right, heroes. Uh, I'll let you go first. Oh man. I have so many heroes listed in my head, but I'm going to go Shaq Thompson just mm-hmm. because he came back. He really kind of lit a fire under that defense, had that big interception, had a couple pass or a pass deflection, 10 tackles, just he really kind of lit the fire. And not only that, when Gilmore had that interception, if you look, mm-hmm. he's right there with them, like patting him on the head. And yep. I think he is the leader of the defense. Oh, yeah, he, he surely is. And he's finally the guy that, we hoped he would be mm-hmm. right. He's finally turned into that player that that deserves that big contract that he has. So great job there. Uh, I am, I'm going to go with Gilmore. Uh, I thought that he certainly helped shut down Pitts, which was a big key to the game and then got the big interception at the very end there. Um, just kind of coming in off the street, not off the street, but you know, off the pup list for seven weeks, first game action, uh, making such big contributions uh, you know, he's everything that was advertised mm-hmm. that, you know, we, we could hope to get. And he's going to be such a, he fills such a big role on this team now if he's able to kind of get up to speed and play, you know, 80, 90% of the snaps. Yeah. It's going to, it's such a boon to that defense. So, um, you know, I was, I was thinking about Joe Brady just be for sticking to the run, but that PJ throw, that was so just stupid. Just took him out of the running. Just took him out of the running. I do want to give another hero. I know we usually yeah. only give one, but we're not doing mm-hmm. zeros. Zane Gonzalez. You hit a 57-yarder, yeah. a career long, got it got it square, got the distance. I mean, and honestly, if you don't hit that, this game's a different game because they don't kick yeah. that ex- that field goal. They start trying to go for the end zone there to win. So yeah. I, Zane, I, does Zane accounted for 13 of our 19 points. So I, I want to go ahead day. and cheat and give two out this week. No, that's, I'm, I'll never be mad at you giving a kicker our hero. Because <laughs> I think that might be the first time you've ever done it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it, Jerry. Yep. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Meow Mix Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at Meow mailbag at meowmakespodcast.com. If you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, yeah, and we'll be back uh, sometime probably early next week uh, when the Panthers sign Cam Newton. We'll have our emergency podcast there. Uh, that was for you, Jerry. Uh, we will definitely be back on uh, Friday to preview Panthers Patriots. Should be an interesting game. Um, oh, and, oh, go ahead. oh, yeah. Next Sunday, it'll be a late podcast or a Stephen, Cus- Stephen only podcast because I Are will be going. going to the game? Yes, I'm going to the game. Nice. PJ Walker nice. time. Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> um, all right. Well, until then, everyone stay safe out there. Happy Halloween and keep pounding. <laughs>